This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, let's talk about this story from the spec. The Hamilton Spectator uh, has gotten people riled up about um, landlords. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to be a tenant sometimes. Case in point, check this out. Yeah, here's the headline. Hamilton tenants furious after landlord hikes laundry price to $20 per load. Now, that is for wash and dry. Yeah, yeah. $10 for the wash, $10 for the dry. Yeah, I wouldn't call that per load. I would say per cycle. Uh, I don't know what I would call that, but that's what it is. $10 dry, $10 wash. What happened basically was, I'm not sure how long ago uh, tenants were uh, alerted of this, but there is a nine-story building in Hamilton, 60 units, and they were told at some point that they were uh, supposed to be out of the building by the end of March because they were doing massive renovations in the entire building. So they were trying to get people to to move out on their own free will uh, uh 40 people or 40 units i should say moved out uh with a cash payout so they were offered a buyout and they decided they would go find a new apartment some people said i'm not moving no this is a great price for an apartment i'm not leaving you can't force me to leave uh and there's been a like a angry back and forth between the property managers and the tenants uh, and so last week they jacked up the price, uh, in the, uh, in building laundromat from two seventy five a wash and a $2 dry, which, uh, to now $10 per wash and $10 yeah. per dry. The, the two seventy five and $2 seems pretty standard. I haven't lived in a, an apartment building for a while. You were in one couple years back jim is that what around what you'd yeah, pay yeah that was less two I think. bucks i think it was three for a dry and four for a wash or something it wasn't yeah. necessarily cheap but ten dollars is definitely way too much for a wash and, well, and a dry and it's the 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 drastic increase that uh-huh. you know it seems to be a slap in the face now this is only one side of the story the representatives of the property uh haven't request or responded to the media's request for comment but uh, what I do know, allegedly, is that uh, the one guy who who talked to the Hamilton Spectator, he pays six ninety five a month for the one bedroom apartment, decent price. No, no wonder you wouldn't want to move out. Uh, and they're saying that the refurbished apartments are going for twice that now. So we see the incentives on both sides. Uh huh. He doesn't want to move. He doesn't want his rent to go up. And yeah. They want him gone so they can make more money. So they get jack that that rent price up. Yeah, it is tough when you're doing rent. Like I don't I don't want to take this out of the property renters, but just to play devil's advocate or the the rental property owners. But um, it is very tough to renovate a building. Like the, the, it's a problem with rent control buildings. A lot is that you, they never get updated because they're not making enough money and people can't move out because they can't afford to. So then the buildings eventually fall apart. So you do have to do renovations. I, I don't know what the compromise is here. Can you move out for a few weeks and then come back once the rentals are done? I, I don't know. But they're not going to let them come back for no, $6.95 no, a month. No, especially not with these fancy new apartments. Apparently, they're taking down a wall between the kitchen and the living room, so they're probably going to be a lot slicker after Open it's all concept. done. Open yeah. concept. Here we go. What's going on? Um, well, basically, I'm living in an apartment in a small town not that far away from London. I won't get into what town, but I had a landlord that's building a shed out back and she wants to turn it into some kind of business or studio. And she was saying that uh, she wanted to increase my rent and take over the utilities. So I've got a really affordable lawyer. I basically just called the lawyer. And, and under that under that act, she wanted to take over my bills. And uh, I didn't want to give her my bills. So just found out from my lawyer that under the Personal Information Privacy Electronic Documents Act, I didn't have to. So hmm. my advice would be just for people to find a, find a way to get an affordable lawyer. And because uh, oftentimes people just don't know their rights. 
And tenants have more rights than landlords. I I can't really say I can't really comment on that. I mean, I've heard that from landlords say that all the time. It's um, it's a lot easier as a tenant to stay in a place than it is as a landlord yeah, to kick someone sure. out. True. I've also got uh, I won't get into who it is that I know, but I also have a someone I know in my inner circle that uh, he's a landlord and he buys out properties. And what he does when he's he'll he'll tell the person he's kicking them out because he's going to move in, which he doesn't intend on, and they never follow up, and he kicks them out. They have to leave, and then he just renovates the place and jacks up the rent, and there's no follow-up. So there's both sides of the coin there. Well, how can you be friends with someone like that? <laughs> well, I, would, I didn't say he was a friend. He's just in the inner circle. How about this Kentucky Derby scandal? <laughs> Medina Spirit is the horse that won the Kentucky Derby. Just failed a drug test. <gasps> they had the horse pee in a cup. <laughs> And it tested positive for a steroid injected into joints to reduce pain and swelling. Mm. If the horse fails a second test, it can be stripped of the title, and the runner-up would be declared the winner. Interesting. What happens to all the people who, what, are they going to call everybody who won money and say, uh, we need your money back? Yeah, when do those payouts happen? Is that immediate? Oh, <laughs> man, what a mess. Big time. Because, like, if you put your life savings down, you know, these gamblers, right? Who knows how much money somebody thought they won? Or how many people, like, think they lost and then, like, ran away or something? <laughs> Who knows? Like, if you thought you lost $100,000? Yeah. You, you jump bet, off a bridge or something like that and then the, the next house, day? You bet the house on the, yeah. the number two horse and then it turns out, hey, guess what? You did win. Huh. The... Trainer, this guy's like a legend in Kentucky Derby horse training, Bob Baffert. He says something doesn't add up. I was totally shocked when I heard this news. The last thing I want to do is something that would jeopardize the greatest sport. This is a pretty serious accusation. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We didn't do it. So he thinks maybe somebody uh, injected this stuff into the horse afterwards to... You know, you never know. You really don't. Like, there's a lot riding on this. Who knows? But this guy has won the most... He's trained the most horses that have won the Kentucky Derby, and there's always been speculation that... Well, I think he's friends with... Um, is he friends with the owner of the New England Patriots, Robert Kraft? He's, he's got some sort of connection to the New England Patriots, so... <laughs> so everybody's calling him a cheater? <laughs> yeah. well, you, I mean, are we really going to believe that they're not cheating to every length possible already yeah. you know it's like it's just after watching that documentary on the russian doping scandal and then realizing how every olympian is basically on a cocktail of something you know every high level athlete it's just like what they can get away with exactly why would they like they're they're gonna treat horses worse than people so they're probably putting through all sorts of experimental stuff this would be the third horse in the 147 year history of the kentucky derby to be stripped of a victory if it does happen uh, they should have suspected something was up. Did you hear the horse before the race? I've got audio. You want to yeah, hear yeah. a clip? Nay. <laughs> That's a deep voice. Nay. <laughs> Hold on a second. And now the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio. Dev, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're good. Let's talk hockey. Connor McDavid, 
That magnificent son of a gun, he did it. He did it, and he did it in only 53 games. It was uh, kind of crazy to watch as he was uh, doing this on Saturday. He went into the game needing four points to get to 100 points, and he just kept scoring. Like He scored almost immediately into the game, and he had all the points he needed basically before even the third period. Like He did it in two periods. It was insane, but that is Connor McDavid. It's too bad he plays for a terrible, terrible team. It truly is. Uh, like I, I, I feel like we should get to the point where Connor McDavid can just like request a trade from Edmonton now, because he, they're just going to waste his talent. It's, let's, let's be honest. Edmonton's not going to be doing anything in the playoffs this year. I don't know what they're going to do in the off season, or I'm going to assume they're not going to do enough. They're just going to waste him to the point we are going to miss all the best Connor McDavid years on these terrible Edmonton Oilers team. When can we expect him to be free from the Oilers? Well, he's got, he signed a contract that's, that has a long time to go. So at this point, I mean, he is locked in to Edmonton for the long term. Hmm. But um, barring a trade, uh, it's going to have to, he's going to be in his 30s, really, before he can, he can get out of there. And I, he may not want to leave. Like, you know, there, he, he, there's, there, I'm not suggesting there's any indication that he wants to leave Edmonton, but I want Edmonton, I want Connor to, meet, to leave Edmonton just because. You want him to want to leave. I want him to want to leave because <laughs> I want him to have the kind of success Sidney Crosby has had with the Pittsburgh Penguins that I do not see happening at Edmonton. Let's uh, talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Some good news for the Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs got their first dose of the vaccine on Sunday. They did not jump ahead of anyone. They got it uh, when they were allowed to get it. Now, of course, they're in Toronto. Toronto's in a different COVID situation than a lot of us. And so uh, the NHL has now started to announce it has some new protocols for fully vaccinated teams. The changes take effect once a team gets to 85% or more of the traveling party. So it's not just the team itself, it's everyone who's also around the team. And once you get to 85%, you get some relaxed protocols such as dining indoors, uh, mask wearing isn't as big of an issue, testing frequency changes. So there's some big changes that happens once you get to 85% of uh, the traveling party for any one team. Uh, at uh, that level for vaccination. Now, the American teams are ahead of the Canadian teams, but uh, the Canadian teams hopefully can catch up. Thanks, Dev. Definitely one of the most iconic music videos of the 1980s, thanks to Tawny Katane, who uh, had that flowing white gown on, rolling around on the hood of a sports car. I, I hope she knew the owner of that car. <laughs> Wonder how those cars are doing because she was <laughs> she was cartwheeling on them and uh, yeah yeah she's a small gal so probably not too much. Hey, damage. get off of my car! <laughs> what are you doing, lady? I go into Walmart for ten minutes. Tawny unfortunately passed away Friday morning at her home in Newport Beach, California. She was only fifty nine years old. Uh, just a true video vixen. She was in the, the videos for Here I Go Again, Still of the Night, and Is This Love <laughs> by Whitesnake. She ended up marrying the lead singer of Whitesnake, David Coverdale. 
Before that, she dated the guitarist from Rat, Robin Crosby. Wow, she's got a type. And she appeared on two of their album covers. She likes guys who she can share hairspray with. <laughs> right? Yeah, she was on the, the Rat uh, album covers. I remember those. Wow. Tawny Katane was the hottest. Yeah. Like, oh, back in the... You know, I must have been... Uh, 11, 12, 13, and you, it's like, oh my goodness. She, she was the it girl, eh? She was in Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Never seen it, but I, I've seen the cover. It's worth watching. Is it funny? Yeah, it's. Hmm. I think it stands up. It's still, I mean, it's been done a hundred times now, right? Mm-hmm. But the original <laughs> premise, pretty funny. Um... But then later in life, she started relying on the reality TV shows and and not the fun ones. She was on the surreal life, botched, which is all about botched plastic surgeries. Oh, that's sad. And also did a stint on celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew. She uh, had a history of substance abuse issues. She got into some legal trouble, married to... uh, uh, Angels pitcher Chuck Finley, professional ball player, had a couple of daughters. At one point, she got arrested for kicking him in the face with a high heel shoe on. Um, Yeah, so she definitely had her troubles. That being said, we do not know the cause of death at this point, so we won't speculate on that. But um, Tawny Katane, video vixen from the 1980s, passed away, confirmed on Friday. We got the vaccinations continuing in this province across the country. Let's do it. Let's get back to normal so we can open everything back up and see people again. Uh, There are more and more companies here in Canada that are offering incentives to people if they get vaccinated. So you could could get deals at different retailers. Uh, There's there's a couple breweries that are starting to do the the beer thing. You get a free beer if you have proof of vaccination Hmm. in this country. I wonder if they stamp it at each brewery. Can you go to each different brewery? Like a passport. Yeah, like if they stamp it once, then you can't go anywhere else. Uh, or if you can just unlimitedly use your vax receipt. Or you can get vaccinated 30 times. <laughs> I got vaccinated I 24 it. times. Uh, <laughs> can I please get a case? It's like donating <laughs> blood every day. Well, speaking of donating blood, check out this incentive for people to get vaccinated in Romania. They are giving out vaccinations at Dracula's Castle. Pardon? They are giving out vaccinations at Dracula's castle. Vlad the Impaler's castle? Dracula's castle in the Transylvania region in Romania is now a vaccination site. The government says there's two goals. One, to get more people vaccinated by doing it in a cool spot. And two, let's get the tourists back to Dracula's castle wait, Dracula's a real guy? Dracula's castle. This is this a ride for Disneyland or something? No, there's a there's a guy Dracula. Was he a vampire? Maybe, maybe not. I thought Dracula was based on Vlad the Impaler. I I better, I gotta look up my my yeah. Dracula history. Listen, quit quit asking so many questions. Just show up to <laughs> Dracula's castle at midnight tonight. This is how they get you. It's and, this easy, and it's totally normal for them to inject the vaccine into your neck with two <laughs> needles. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's just it's it's how they do it everywhere. When you show up, wrap your knuckles twice on the casket. The nurse will come out. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, tourism at Dracula's castle is on a downswing because of the pandemic in there. <laughs> no doubt. They're, they're hoping to boost it up, boost the immune systems at the same time, wow. fight COVID. Booze and vampires. That's right. That's what it takes. You want to get what? vaccinated? You're, you're on the fence? Well, now you can do it at Dracula's castle. <laughs> And another one here, Jim. What? Another teacher caught on camera doing something they shouldn't be doing during online e-learning. This is from the New York Post. 37-year-old woman, Amanda Fletcher, she's a Spanish teacher at a prep school in New York City, is now under investigation because a couple months, months back she was teaching her class remotely and they saw her on camera sucking a man's nipple. Stuff to do accidentally. Like it's, it's what, you know, even the fact that you're doing that during your work hours. Uh, that's an after five o'clock activity. <laughs> Wait, you're not saying it was an accident? You think she didn't slip and fall on the man's nipple? Maybe. <laughs> oh, geez. Sorry, I had a latch on your nipple before I slipped and broke my hip. I had stuff in my hands. If I, your nipple wasn't there to latch on, I would have fallen and hurt myself. I would have, I would have dropped this lamp. <laughs> Before that, her class could see her on camera eating spaghetti. I don't know if the spaghetti and the nipple are intertwined or... <laughs> like, uh, why yeah. Why in the same room? Just go to the bathroom. Go somewhere else. Like, what is the point? Wait. Or, or wait. wait. Or, or wait. There's just so many ways this could have been avoided. Yeah, just think how so good... creepy. If you just wait until after work, think how much better that man's nipple will taste. <laughs> You know, you have all day to sure. think about it. It's like taking off your work boot after an 11-hour shift. Yeah. You don't take it off knows. at lunch. It's not as satisfying. Everybody knows. You get home, you, you slide your shoes off, and then you go right to that nipple. And- <laughs> <laughs> Call her a day. Wind down. You know, it's soothing. <laughs> Amanda is looking at some disciplinary action, but she's still on the payroll. I mean, what does it take to get fired? If you're a teacher, a, a lot. Like, that is that is incredibly inappropriate. Uh-huh. Like, it's during the class, in front of the computer, while there's kids in the background. What are you thinking? Well, she could, maybe she taught them how to say, suck a man's nipple in Spanish. So it did, uh, it did have some educational like value. before that, she was holding up an apple, <laughs> yeah. and then you know, holding up a car. <laughs> hmm. Yep. Those cameras, that's how they work. Yep. People can see what you're doing. Just remember that if you're teaching or if you're in a Zoom meeting today, save the nipples till after work. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, And we'll keep talking.